even saw the words on the Goodyear blimp, and it read that Ice Cube's a pimp. Drunk as hell, but no throwing up. Halfway home, and my page is still blowing up. Today, I didn't even have to use my AK. That Gotta was, say, it was a good day. That was terrible. Go ahead. This is We Get It with Polly Sebilia and Brent Axe. What do you well, got for us today? Uh, hi, I'm Brent. Nice to meet you. Yeah, holy shit. How's it going? How long has it done since we've done this stupid Two thing? Two weeks at least. We're just blowing up, Polly. Polly's back on the air regularly, Monday through Friday, in the booth with Matt Park. What what role do you play on this I show? I, t- I say two words a show. That's about it. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. I just let the professional talk, and then I'll occasionally say something stupid and shut my mic up. You're there just to make sure everything's plugged yeah, in yeah. and working, I get right? one question per guest, and it's usually got nothing to do oh, with Oh, you get patted on the head, and, yeah. you, and then he lets you ask a question, huh? Yeah. And yeah, you probably got to be the, like the, the, the foil, right? Yeah. You got to ask the dumb question. Yeah. That is non-sports related. But sometimes those get the best answers. Yeah. It's it's fun. So you've been doing that, and football season comes along. How are you blaming the podcast not happening on me? I'm not. This is purely my fault. This is 100% my fault. I ask you every day. You do. Paulie has been very consistent in asking me snarky comments on all sorts of social media. So we're back. We're here, baby. We've got a lot to discuss here on this award-winning podcast that hasn't been around for the last month. I will give you credit. You've done all the show prep today. I have. So if it's a great show, I get the double thumbs. If it sucks, then uh, Paulie's been bugging me to do this for the last month. That's how that works. All right, we should probably talk some Syracuse, right? Sure. So Dino Babers said that in year two between games four and six, now he talked specifically about the offense, but I want to broaden the appeal here. Do you feel that Syracuse is making the progress that he forecasted now that we have gone through that time frame? Sadly for him, I see the defense has progressed greatly, and the offense is still the same offense. Well, you know what? Has the defense progressed greatly because it's a defense that gave up 76 frickin' points to Pittsburgh last year? I mean, and I'm not being facetious about that. I mean, they got nowhere to go but up. So is is our perception on that warped a little bit? No, they've they're maybe the best team in the country on third down still, and it's a much better defense. A year in the system has made the defense better, and I've. The offense isn't horrible, it's just... It's the players on defense I didn't expect to be good that are. That impresses me. I mean, I knew Zaire Franklin and Paris Bennett and some of these veteran players were good. It's kind of the unknown guys on the defensive line. They've had some injuries there. The secondary has had its weak moments, but has been a lot better than I thought without Antoine Cordy, who was the anchor. So if you broaden that question of the whole team, I will say yes. I think they are on track. They're clearly better. They're clearly a better football team. I know LSU is just a shell of what they should be, but you almost beat LSU in Death Valley. And NC State now looks like a team that's going to, you know, at least push Clemson in the Atlantic Division. And Syracuse almost went to Raleigh and beat that team. That's a sign of progress. The LSU thing, too, I don't think it's because they don't have SEC talent. They do. They're They're, just raw. Yeah, they're just not there yet. Right. And and I We're still getting top 10 classes. Yeah. I will say this about Syracuse. I, I, I'm going to say this right now. I think they got the right guy to turn the ship around. It's just the fan base has got to be patient. You really do. 
when you ask for change, guess what? You get change, and you've got to let somebody implement that. And but this is a dramatic change. Think about where we were year two in the Greg Robinson era, okay, just to use that comparison, versus year two now. Like, even then, everybody's getting a bad feeling, like, this guy does not know what the fuck he's doing. With Dino, you get a, a much better sense to me. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem now. You've got Clemson. Florida State's down for what they usually are, but again, they're going to get the talent. NC State rises and could win this division. Louisville's in this division. So, I mean, you're fighting for fourth place to start with, but I do think they have the right guy. And by the way, if this guy doesn't work out, what are you going to do? You know, all these people that want to, you know, not that there's a lot of voices out there, but if you feel like, let's say Syracuse goes five and seven again this year and you want to fire the coach, it's like, you can't just walk in a store and find somebody that can build a program. This is somebody you got to try and hold on to. You also have to look at what he's doing recruiting-wise. He's getting the players he's going after. They may not be the five stars, but he, the players he wants, he gets. Speaking of recruiting, Paulie, because college basketball, Paulie, is now being investigated, not by dopey media people, not by the toothless NCAA, the freaking Federal Bureau of Investigation is now looking into college basketball. Has it gotten eerily silent since that first day, too? Very quiet. Very I mean, quiet. There's and there's more the coming. There's been a lot in the news to knock it out, but... It's gotten real, like the eye of the hurricane, inappropriately said at this time. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, shitbag. Yeah, um, but no, it's very calm, and it scares me a little bit. And there's more coming. You know, not, the FBI said it when they put out their first uh, findings on this whole college basketball recruiting scandal. If you don't know what we're talking about, the FBI found corruption and payoffs and things we all knew were happening in college sports, but... You know, the previous things I brought up, even the media and, and the NCAA, they don't have subpoena power. They can't have, you know, undercover agents sitting in a room. They can't look at wire transfers and all this stuff. So when it got to somebody who could actually find proof of this stuff, everything we knew was happening behind the scenes is now front and center. To say you and knew every was coll- happening, nobody knew $150,000 was going to that. players. We knew <laughs> money was, you know, $100 handshakes, yeah. as they used to say. Yeah, but, but yeah. And you got moms telling coaches, we need the fucking money now. And it's like, this, Paulie, this is beyond parody. Like, you ever see He Got Game and Blue Chips and all these movies? Like, you watch those movies and it's like, you were not ridiculous enough. The real stuff is what is ridiculous. So, yeah, Patino, who, by the way, was getting 98% of the money that was coming from Adidas, which was earmarked for the, air quotes, student athletes. He's the the most, you know, high-profile victim. There's going to be more. There's going to be more dominoes to fall in this whole thing. I, I sit back and I look at it to, from a Syracuse perspective. And I mean, I have no idea what happens in Syracuse recruiting. But I would like to think that while under investigation, you wouldn't be dumb enough to be doing that. But Louisville was dumb enough to be doing that. You and know? By the way, remember with Louisville, you have to separate the scandals. Oh, wait a minute. Not. The Rick Pitino had sex with a woman in a restaurant scandal, not the stripper scandal. This is a whole new scandal. Like there's a file of Louisville scandals, but that's it. You know, 
That just shows you the arrogance of these guys, that they didn't have anybody tracking them that could get them in real trouble. Well, guess what? Now you do. So how is Syracuse going to benefit from this? We've already seen it. Darius Basley, Jalen Carey, you know, Buddy Bayheim, you got to get that kid, okay? If you don't get that kid, you just get out of the game. Is but he allowed to get an allowance still? I don't know. How does he fall under NCAA rules? Is it an extra benefit if he goes home for dinner and hangs out with mom? I mean, how does that work? So no matter what happens with Syracuse basketball this year, they've got a great recruiting class coming in. That's the name of the game. You've got to show the future is bright. Could you uh, actually, do you actually think, it has to be with the the kid that was between Miami, Syracuse, and UConn, that when that happened, the money was out of the game and Syracuse got the recruit. How can you not think it? Miami was in the game. This story comes out. Miami's out of the game. Now that could be, I don't want to deal with that, and that program could lose its coach and be on probation and all that stuff, but you can't help but ask questions. You also wonder, you go an hour down the road from Louisville, and you look at a guy (laughs) who gets every fucking recruit that's out there and stole one from Syracuse last minute last year. did. And you wonder, was, you know, did, did, did whatever the hell their school pay to get him away from Syracuse? Right. You gotta wonder about that. And or does Syracuse just not have enough money? To, you know? to counter that, yeah, first of all, you know, maybe you should pay, be paying a little bit more if you are. I mean, we've got to yeah. win around yeah. here. Here's my thing, though. I think certain programs get to a point where they don't have to do it because you're going to get paid in another way, right? You go to Kentucky, you go to the NBA. You go to Duke, go to the NBA. By the way, Syracuse has put a first-round pick in the NBA seven straight years. So certain programs reach a certain reputation. You don't have to cheat. It's like, just come here. Be academically eligible for a semester, mm-hmm. which a moron could do, and then you're off to the NBA. So, look, Calipari's had some things follow him in the past. He conveniently got out of UMass and Memphis after the shit hit the fan at both of those places. So, that's the big question. How does this happen? And so far, we haven't heard anything about any NCAA stuff going on. I'm going to throw them under the bus and say they're next. Why not? They're going to be the big fish, and he'll be coaching the Lakers or something soon. All of a sudden, that NBA job looks a little more appealing. (laughs) You're a loser. You suck. Hey, asshole. You guys suck. All right, Paulie. These people are the worst. This week's edition, you know what I'm going to go with? I understand that national chains serve a purpose and there's a reason they're chains because they do a good job and can franchise themselves. I just find it intriguing that, so Syracuse.com did this throwback story the other day and they looked at the best of from 1992 and all these national chains were winning. Okay. Pizza Hut was named the best pizza in Syracuse. The best coffee in Syracuse in 1992 was McDonald's. Okay, and all these national chains that were winning this stuff. So here we are, 2017, what, 25 years later. While a lot has changed, we've got great local coffee places. It'd be blasphemy to name Pizza Hut or any chain over 20 different places that make great pizza around here. But it's funny how you drive on Erie Boulevard on a Saturday night and what's full. You know, I don't want to give people free plugs here on this illustrious podcast, but Olive Garden and all the chains are always full. So I think people are a little hypocritical when they say, buy local, buy local, because how much are you really buying local? I have a great example of this. I was in Raleigh this past week with a buddy of mine. We went out to dinner, and we were like, let's go to the Cheesecake Factory. 
I I rarely go to the cheesecake factory. Let's fucking go and get it. And he goes, all right. We get there. There was an hour and 40 minute wait to go to the Cheesecake Factory. Get out of here. There was a place called the Red Monkey next door, a local bar. I had one of the best hamburgers I've ever had exactly. in my life. And we walked right in and sat down. See, that's it. Now, these places stay in business. Like right here in downtown Syracuse, there's a local coffee place right across from Starbucks. The local coffee place is still in business and they're still around. But Starbucks always has a line out the door. So when we say buy local and do all this, how much do we really practice what we preach? By the way, it, I do it. We all inevitably stop at a chain somewhere or, or do this, right? But I just find it funny how people you know, will, will flex their Facebook muscles and say buy local. How much are you really doing it when you can, right? And the wait, as Pauly said, is always shorter. So <laughs> by the way, the Cheesecake Factory, like when you see these lists – of the 20 worst things you can eat in the world, there's like 14 of them on their menu. The only thing is that menu is too big. There's too much to choose from. They got to pare it down a little bit for me. Maybe I'm underestimating being a chef at the Cheesecake Factory. You got to know 400 fucking recipes <laughs> to work there. Um, my people that I don't like or whatever the hell These people been. are the worst. <laughs> it's been it's been a while since we've done this. I'll cut you a break. I still, I'll never learn it. People like Rick Bettino are the worst. People that preach to me that they're a good Catholic and then bang a chick in a hotel restaurant or, you know, or in a, in a restaurant booth. People that tell me we need to get the money out of basketball. And, and they're taking I, the money yeah. in basketball. Yeah. Don't preach to me how great of a Catholic you are in the morals when you're sneaking abortions under the table, you know? Always be wary of, of uh, preachers in some ways, right? Yeah. Except Father Ryan. He's the man. That and dudes in white suits. Don't ever trust him. Except for Colonel Sanders. Making mean shit. Yes, sir. Yes. No. No, 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 no. All right, Paulie. Yes or no? Sure. Should the MVP and other baseball awards be awarded after the postseason? No. I agree with you. I say no. Because think about it. If you did it, if you included the postseason on some of these, Clayton Kershaw would not have. He'd, probably, he'd have some MVPs and some Cy Youngs, don't get me wrong. Uh, Chris Sale got shelled by the Red Sox for the Red Sox, first game of the postseason this year. Okay, He still was a Cy Young-worthy pitcher over the course of a long regular season. Now, some guys perform in the postseason and the regular season, and that's great. I like that they're regular season awards. And by the way, I like till they wait after the postseason to announce them. So you were, yeah, it would take Stanton completely out of the running if you didn't have it. That's ridiculous. That's exactly it. Paulie, yes or no, we'll stick with uh, baseball. The Indians will win the World Series. Oh, man, the Astros are pretty freaking good. The Cubs are sneaky good still. Um, the Dodgers are ridiculous. My Red Sox hot. are not going to do it. Uh, I will say that right now. Uh, not a World Series. If I had to throw money on someone right now, the Indians would get my money. They're the most complete team. They're hitting the shit out of the ball, starting pitching, bullpen. They, and look, they were right there last year. They lost to history last year. They they took the Cubs to the seventh game in the tenth inning and almost did it. You don't realize how good the Dodgers are, though. They had one streak where they shit the bed and they still won a ton of games. By the way, sneaky good move on their part. Having a you know unbelievable winning streak and then shit the bed for the last month and get people off your radar, and now they're going to storm back and win the thing. Bro. Yeah, I'd love to see an Indians-Dodgers World that'd Series. That'd be fun. Polly, yes or no, uh, what circumstances, we'll kind of expand this beyond yes or no, uh, where can adults wear Halloween costumes? We're getting to that time of the year. 
parties. Okay. What about at work? No. I am so with you on this. No, you're an Why adult. do people do this? People here dress up and it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable, too, because you're like, oh, you put on a costume. <laughs> you don't know what to say. That's cool. You're- and by the way, it's like it's it's so awkward when somebody's dressed as Wonder Woman and they're sitting there working like any other day. You like expect them to be the character, right? Or somebody's just chilling in a Darth Vader costume, you know, doing TPS reports. I do enjoy the fact that Halloween has become slutty costumes. I'm not going to lie. Polly loves him some slutty costumes. Yeah, because everything's like slutty vampires, slutty, you know. You can turn anything into slutty these days. Yeah, now. Yeah. Slutty Starbucks worker. <laughs> slutty zombie. Exactly. <laughs> Just put the word slutty in front of it and you're all set. Uh, check Polly's Facebook page for the top five slutty outfits of 2017. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it. If you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? All right, Paulie, I Googled stuff. Uh, it was uh, this week in 1492. Jesus. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, we can't celebrate that no, anymore. No, it is now, I'm not making this up, it is now, uh, a, 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 according to some schools in this country, including Syracuse University, Indigenous Peoples Day. Sweet. In 1866, uh, the Reno brothers pulled off the first train robbery. Polly heard about that. I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die once. How was that? Pretty sweet. Pretty pretty traumatic. Ca- pretty huh? cash. It was this week in 1926, Babe Ruth hit three home runs in a single playoff game. Congratulations. Now, happened last night. And it also happened with Jose Altuve of the Houston Astros. You can't get two more parallel people yeah. on opposite sides of the spectrum, I should say, than big, you know, fat Babe Ruth and... Jose Altuve, who, by the way, is not much taller than you. Altuve would have been allowed to play when Babe Ruth was playing. (laughs) It was this week in 1975, Bruce Springsteen, in his first hit, Born to Run, hit the charts. Congratulations. Still his best song of all time. All the hits, all the albums, everything. That's an immortal song. And And if you read the stories of how they recorded that song and how obsessive he was about it, like he knew, like at the time, who the fuck's Bruce Springsteen? But the way that he obsessed over it, knowing he had this amazing song, it's 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 quite a story. It was this week in history, Paulie, in 2007. I know you're a big fan of this guy. Al Gore won the Nobel Prize. For creating the internet. For creating the internet and uh, your favorite weather. movie, An Inconvenient Truth. Yeah, nothing panned out from that movie. <laughs> nothing at all. We're all still. Yeah, the missions Inconvenient coming. Truth is none of it happened. <laughs> There's still a big hole in the ozone 2015 came and went. Way to go, Al. Uh, You should know this, okay? I know you always roll your eyes at this. I want you to think about this. Okay. And I'll give you a hint. 30 years ago today, this was the number one song in the country. This is an iconic top 10 all-time, no question about it, music video. So go back to 87. Think of iconic music videos. Uh Aha. Take on me. That was not 87, you asshole. Sledgehammer, Peter Gabriel. No. Can I give you another clue? I guarantee you Polly had Boner. Thriller. I guarantee you Polly had Boner watching this video. Uh, Whitney Houston? I don't know. (laughs) I'm trying to think of all my boners in 1987. (laughs) Polly's got a Boner file. Wait a minute. 87, what was that? Tawny Katane, man. Here I go again, White Snake. Iconic video. I will not listen to any argument that does not place that video in the top 10 of all time. Tawny Katane, 
dancing on that car. Girls no longer had cooties at that moment. She aged horribly. She did. Very bad. But at that time, all. Kelly LeBrock, too. What happened to her? This could be a whole podcast. (laughs) People that did not age well. There's two. Brent Eggs. I have not aged well. (laughs) Steven Seagal. Have you seen my man lately? Hairspray is like spray paint head. Back in the day, no one could break an arm like Steven Seagal, though. Have you seen the video of him doing Tai Chi or whatever the hell it is? I have. Against the Russian people. I have. And it's so horrible. It's one of those things that you sit there for 45 seconds, and at the end of that, you're like, I feel really guilty for having watched this. But I'm kind of glad I did, too. What else kill you guys? Is that it? I'm just going to enjoy the rest of my pumpkin coffee. Would you, would you like me to pour you some? No, thank you. You are insane with the fall stuff. I had, I'm not making this up, a pumpkin bagel with pumpkin cream cheese before we started this podcast. I wanted the waft of pumpkin to be in the air while we did this. <laughs> Where did this come from? Where did your fall obsession come from? I don't know. I just, I like, here's the thing. Did your now, wife get you into this? Every, no, it was me. Everything's pumpkin now. I stick to the basics. Pumpkin coffee, pumpkin beer, and occasionally like pumpkin bagels are good, pumpkin cream cheese. I'll I'll, I'll stray a little bit, but you stick with the basics, you'll be fine. I have uh, in my prepper closet pumpkin spice oatmeal. How long will that last? Forever. I think oat, do oats go bad? I don't know. Just what you want in the apocalypse. Pumpkin spice oatmeal. I'll come over for some. All right. I just got paged. <laughs>